Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A Georgia father of five, 42-year-old Nathan Millard from Covington, Georgia, went missing after he visited Happy's Irish Pub across from his hotel on the night of February 22nd. He was in town and went to a college basketball game before heading to the bar. This was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So they found him along the road about six miles away from the last place he was seen. There were no signs of blunt force trauma or gunshot wounds. Uh, According to the preliminary report, uh, there were no external or internal trauma on the body. They were waiting for the toxicology report. Now, he was found behind a funeral home, wrapped in plastic, inside a carpet. Now, police... (laughs) the Baton Rouge police said that we don't have any indication that there was any foul play involved. I mean, it's almost like a joke. (laughs) Uh, He was wrapped in plastic inside a carpet. Yeah, we don't have any indication at all that there was any foul play involved. Uh, We're just trying to find out how he ended up there. Oh, he probably did it himself. Or maybe if someone listening to this program, Chewing the Fat, if you were the one that found the body and said, you know what, this guy is dead, but I'm going to wrap him up in plastic and carpet and just leave him in the ditch. (laughs) Somebody will find him, but I, I won't feel right until I wrap him in plastic and carpet. Okay. All right. There's no indication of any foul play. Right. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Now, this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people. And I know that everyone loves to say that, well, money can't buy you happiness. But according to a new study, they found that happiness rises with income. Wait, what? Yeah, it even accelerates at levels beyond $100,000 per year up to $500,000 a year. So people are happier the more money they make. Wow. Now, the study didn't have any data about millionaires or billionaires. I'm guessing they're pretty happy as well. So new information upends a site. It says in this story, an oft cited 2010 study. I don't remember this study, but it, in this study, they claim that happiness plateaued near a salary of $75,000. I don't know that I believe that, but that's what they claim. Now in this new study published in the proceedings of the national Academy of sciences and who doesn't love getting the, proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences Studies. Uh, Two prominent researchers, uh, one uh, Daniel Kahneman, a Nobel Prize winner who wrote the 2010 paper, so I mean he apparently 
knows about that study since he wrote it. Uh, he surveyed 33,391 U.S. adults aged 18 to 65 with household incomes of at least $10,000. Participants logged their happiness levels when prompted randomly throughout the day via an app. Now, also in this study, it says that while more money does lead to more happiness for most people, it's not the only factor. And its emotional effect is small compared to other considerations, like time off from work. An approximately fourfold difference in income is about equal to the effect of a weekend. Uh huh. Okay. So I could make $500,000 a year and be really happy, or I could make $100,000 a year but get the weekend off. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going for the 500 grand a year. Okay. That's what I'm going with. And I get it. Money can't buy happiness, but it sure does help. I know you still have bad stuff going on in your life, no matter how much money you have. But when you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay the bills, how you're going to get your medicines, how you're going to be able to do things, how you're going to be able to feed yourself and your family when it's the other struggles like keeping the income coming in, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I, you know, it does make life a little bit better, which is, you know, why the happiness rises with income. For instance, how happy do you think Tiger Woods is? I'm guessing Tiger is pretty happy. Now, has he had some, you know, ugly stuff happen? Is he struggling from time to time? Sure. But overall, I'm guessing he's pretty happy. Now, his ex, this Erica Herman, another ex, by the way, uh, has now claimed that he sexually abused her and is suing him for $30 million. Claims he tricked her into leaving his sound home to go on vacation and then locked her out. Yeah, she wouldn't leave. So they split up after six years because uh, she, well, first of all, she signed an NDA. And she claims that she was forced to sign it. Now, she signed it prior to them, you know, really being together because that's what you do if you're Tiger Woods. Uh, There's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, a lot of business talk, and you need to be able to shut your mouth, okay? Uh, There's a non-disclosure agreement. That's what it's for. Now, she filed a separate case in October alleging that he kicked her out of his home after he engaged in prohibited practices. Huh. So after working for Woods, uh, after working, Woods convinced her to go on a short vacation. But when she got to the airport, they told her, oh, you're locked out of the home. Have a nice day. So she wouldn't leave. And he finally said, hey, why don't you go on vacation? And oh, by the way, you can't get back in. <laughs> so she's trying to avoid the NDA, which, of course, like I said, she was said, she claims she was forced to sign. She goes into, obviously, no detail as what the alleged abuse entailed. Uh, But it does involve allegations of sexual abuse. Uh And and she's so emotionally damaged that it's only going to take $30 million to make her whole again. (laughs) Okay. 
And I know there's more to it. There's an oral agreement that she claims happened where she was supposed to be able to live on the property longer than uh, she was, which is why she wouldn't leave. They tricked her into going on vacation to get her off the property so they could tell her she couldn't come back in. And uh, so we'll see. I know that uh, she sued his trust, the Jupiter Island Irrevocable Homestead Trust which is the legal owner of uh, Tiger's Mansion, and uh, that's where he's lived. So we'll see uh, what comes of it. But uh, again, Tiger struggling doesn't mean that money means you don't have any problems. But I'm guessing that overall, Tiger is still pretty happy. I mean, that's why all the super rich guys are looking into how they can live longer. All right, how to lengthen life. I mean, there's a big story about uh, Sam Altman investing this, uh, investing in this uh, program that he, they claim are going to add 10 years to the average human lifespan. Okay. So that's the only thing I can think of where the super rich aren't happy about, that they will die someday. So they want to extend everyone's life by extending their lives. I mean, we have the Peter Diamandis and Tony Robbins, uh, the uh, fortune, the life, fountain, fountain life. Fountain life is what it's called. And I know that he had the book uh, with Tony, Life Force. And so they've got, you know, new ways to, they're claiming that they can extend your life and, you know, breakthroughs in uh, longevity. And that's what happens, right? So I'm just saying that, yes, Money, of course, doesn't buy happiness. I know. But it can buy ways for you to be happier and live longer. So, now how bad do you want to be rich? I know, the headaches are just too much. Speaking of rich, have we come to a resolution yet to the uh, couple of the $2.4 billion jackpot lotto in california um because the guy that won okay so (laughs) so the guy that won has already claimed it 2.04 billion dollar jackpot uh edwin castro came forward and he had the winning ticket and he ended up getting right because we talked about him getting only 997.6 million dollars he didn't even get a billion and the total jackpot was $2.04 billion. So this guy was kind of bummed that he didn't get at least a billion. But, you know, $997.6 million, probably not bad seeing that in your bank account. However, so, and the guy at the gas station, uh, Joe's Service Center, he got a big check for selling the winning ticket. Well, there was a guy that came forward, this Jose Rivera, who says, hey... That ticket was stolen. That winning ticket belongs to me. (laughs) Now, the worker at Joe's service station says, or I'm sorry, Joe's service center, uh, says that uh, now he's just crazy. And California Lottery has strict vetting process to choose the winners. He's just crazy. Oh, Uh, okay. So the lottery director announced that Castro was the winner. And he opted to take the lump sum, right? He didn't take the payments, which is why he didn't get $2.04 billion. He didn't even get a billion. So then this other guy came forward and said, no, I lost the ticket. 
that belongs to me. That money should go to me. And I want at least some of it. Now, they've documented who purchased the ticket. They have timestamps on video. They have timestamps on when the ticket was sold. So I don't know how you get away with it, saying that it was your ticket. But good luck. Good luck to Mr. Rivera trying to scam, and I use the word scam because it feels like a scam, uh, saying that, no, that ticket was mine. I lost it, and the person you gave it to is the wrong guy. Oh, all right. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So all you people saying that that Demi Moore has moved in with Bruce Willis and his wife, Emma Hemming, to help with the care for Bruce, how about you zip it, okay? You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I know, I know. So Emma, uh, Emma Hemming Willis, by the way, uh, shut down reports that uh, Demi had moved in with the couple. Uh, She said uh, on her Instagram uh, story, let's nip this one in the bud. Okay, this is so dumb. Please stop. Uh, Demi has not moved in with us. And uh, sorry about it. Bruce has still got the heartbreaking dementia diagnosis, but she has not moved in to help us out. Okay, I've got it. Now, Bruce was diagnosed with frontotomal dementia, uh, FTD. And uh, it can affect behavior, personality, language, and movement. And I certainly do not wish that on anyone at all. So she posted the video on Instagram saying she heard the claims. And she also has heard the claims about her wanting to get her five minutes of fame. And she said, that's great. That means you're here. Let's turn it into 10 minutes. And she wanted to be an advocate for her husband and raise awareness about FTD. And then uh, she went on to talk about she was going to uh, turn grief and anger and sadness into something good. And so, you know, she was all for asking people to uh, learn about FTD. She also, in a separate post, asked photographers to leave her husband alone when he goes out. I saw the headline of one of the pictures. Bruce seemed confused while he was out. Well, yeah, maybe a little. It's possible. So she claimed in the spirit of raising awareness around uh, dementia, it's clear there's still a lot of education that needs to be put forth. So this one's going out to the photographers and the video people that are trying to get those exclusives of my husband out and about. Keep your space. I know this is your job, but maybe just keep your space. For the video people, please don't be yelling at my husband, asking me how he's doing, the woo-hooing and the yippee ki Please don't do it, okay? (laughs) Uh, So stop it, okay? Leave the man alone. Let him walk around and wander around on his own not knowing where he is. Doesn't need you making fun of him with your woo-hooing and your yippee-ki-yays, okay? Demi doesn't live with us and let him walk around with his own dementia, okay? So shut up. I love Bruce Willis. It's so sad. I love his. I love so much of his work, and so this is very sad. So I'm with her. Shut up with your woo hooing and your yippee kayes. Okay. Now that having been said, maybe uh, let Bruce just stay on the property and wander around the property where there's fences 
and there is no photographers or camera people, video people around. And I know, I know, he's got a right to be walking around Beverly Hills or wherever he's walking around, out and about. And I'm sure there's good days and bad days. I get it. But maybe you just stay on property. I'm sure that he's got a place that's probably pretty large. I'm just guessing that he definitely has a houses of the hoity-toity place that he lives. And if he doesn't, maybe you get one and just let him wander around your own property so you don't have to worry about the woo and the yippee-ki-yays. Just a thought from me and chewing the fat. So speaking of being heckled and hollered at, I see where Justin Bieber was heckled by concert goers when he gave a surprise performance at the Rolling Loud Festival. First of all, I thought he just canceled all his shows because he was sick and couldn't do the tour. So now he's just showing up and giving surprise performances. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess he, you know, he took the stage as a surprise guest and uh, I guess he was quickly hit with all kinds of insults. The crowd was chanting F Haley Bieber. <laughs> uh, they, they say it's unclear whether he heard him. He heard him. Don't kid yourself. If you're, if there's be, if the chants are F Haley Bieber, he heard him. He just is, you know, smart enough and been around long enough to realize you just let them slide off and don't recognize them otherwise you're just it's just going to get worse because Haley has been hit with all kinds of criticism she's lost uh, millions on her Instagram account for mocking Selena Gomez now she did that with Kendall Jenner and I'm not really sure if Kendall's lost followers or what's happening but people are pissed that this mean girls were mocking Selena Gomez now I guess what happened was is that they put together a uh, video that says uh, something like, I'm not sure she deserves it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right. And a lot of users perceived that, perceived that as mocking Selena. Because if you saw, there was a, a video out there of Selena Gomez on vacation. And uh, I mean, it looked like Selena was had really... And so it was pretty tough. So Selena said she was taking a break from uh, social media. Uh, she was too old for it. And she's, you know, she's got plenty of followers and, and Selena's been great. But if those pictures were true, holy cow. But people don't want to hear that. They love Selena and, and Haley and Kylie don't need to be uh, spreading the hate against Selena. That's the whole deal. So Justin got up on stage and was people were still pissed. Uh, F. Haley by Bieber on stage. <laughs> I mean, maybe you just do the whole, the entire audience going, hey, Justin, and now that means that they're pissed at Haley for making fun of Selena, but I guess that would be mean to Selena. So we don't want to do that. We don't, do not want to do that. And the original video has been deleted, but just like they always tell you. Uh, there's nothing on the internet ever really goes away. Plus, I'd be heckling Justin for showing up doing a special show if I was somebody that had tickets to one of his shows that was canceled. What are you doing? How about you do your own shows, Biebs? And as long as we mentioned Kylie, uh, we might as well talk about Sister Kendall. It's official now. The rumors are true. Kendall is officially in a romance with Bad Bunny. <laughs> so love is in the air 
I mean it. The love is in the air. I see where uh, Archie and Lilibet are now officially prince and princess. Yay! Buckingham Palace has updated the website to reflect their royal titles. Harry and Meghan release a new statement saying, it's their birthright. Okay, it's about time. So apparently the king told Harry, uh, yeah, no problem. I'll give them their titles. Your kids got their titles. Okay, they can be... Yeah, that's what they are. No problem. They they would they don't have to be referred to as Master and Miss Mountbatten Windsor. Okay, they can be Prince Archie of Sussex and Princess Lilibet of Sussex. No problem. But they didn't update the Buckingham Palace website, which I guess got Meghan all upset because they haven't updated the the website, and it's their birthright. It's their birthright. Whack! It's their birthright. Whack! Oh my gosh, it's got to be tiring. Sure. Harry, you got to get rid of her, man. Holy cow. She's got to go. <laughs> uh, she has got to go. But anyway, uh, congratulations to the uh, Prince Arch and Prince Lily, uh, or Princess Lily, sorry. Uh, they have not been denied their birthright. And uh, the king, who is not the king yet, but will be the king, uh, has came through. He said he would. So back down, Harry. Calm down. Just... Go to the coronation, okay? As a matter of fact, go to the coronation without the kids or the wife, okay? Just go on your own so that they can have some kind of intervention with you, bro. That needs to happen soon. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good news for those of you in L.A. or really anyone who is a basketball fan and may travel to L.A. The Clippers, the L.A. Clippers, are building a new stadium. And the owner, Steve Ballmer, is uh, excited because originally when he talked about it, he said there was going to be like 1,500 toilets and urinals in the stadium. And he did not want a shortage of toilets. He said, uh, I'm obsessive about these toilets. I want people in their seats eating nachos and hot dogs. Now, that was originally the 1,500 toilets, most in the league. Well, now there's going to be 1,160 toilets and urinals in the new stadium. We don't want people waiting in line. We walk them back in their damn seats. (laughs) So if you're going to be... You know, they're still playing at the Staples Center, the Clippers and the Lakers, so they're getting their own arena. And as soon as that's supposed to be ready in 2024 to 2025 season. So the new Intuit Dome. And they gave everybody a sneak peek at the place. And I guess we've compromised from the 1,500 toilets to the 1,160 toilets and urinals. But he doesn't want to wait in line. He was all wound up about uh, being a Chicago Bears fan and 
knowing how annoying it is to be in a packed stadium and not have enough toilets. You literally miss a chunk of the game waiting to use the toilets. And I will not have that happen here. Deal into it. And we're going to have toilets, toilets, toilets. And so he's still, bought, he's still trimming what he wanted. I mean, he originally wanted like 1500 And they were like, ooh, Steve, no, uh, no, we've got to do some remodeling and cut a few corners here. So we're only going to have 1,160 toilets and urinals. So I guess he's still happy about that. We'll see. We'll see the first time someone posts uh, uh, an Instagram post of having to wait in line at the old Intuit Stadium. Oh, I thought there was going to be enough toilets, Steve. I guess you put in the extra toilets in the sky boxes. I bet the owner's box has two toilets while I'm waiting in line. How about that, Steve? So we'll see if, uh, you know, 1160 toilets are enough at the old Intuit to keep people from waiting in line. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure that Steve won't have to wait in the owner's box. This is where in Colombia it's being reported that uh, almost 30, I guess it's 28 uh, schoolgirls, have been hospitalized with anxiety attacks after allegedly playing with Ouija boards at the school. <laughs> uh, don't be messing with the Ouija boards, man. You don't want none of that. So according to the outlet in Colombia, alarm bells went off after the girls reportedly suffered signs of fainting, anxiety, and other symptoms at school. They were subsequently admitted to the municipal hospital, accompanied by parents and school faculty. Info on the students, uh, on their diagnosis is yet to be released. Many parents blame the in-school use of Ouija boards. <laughs> Uh, the pointer spelled out messages in mysterious ways. <laughs> it was created back, according to this, it was created uh, in 1886. They've become obviously a fixture in uh, you know the occult lore because you're able to communicate with the dead. <laughs> so the hospital said, hey, after we had three or four children arrive, there's a problem. We have to investigate what's going on at the school. There was uh, the school is like we make sure the children have good breakfast. So this can't be lack of food. It's not our fault. Whack! It's not our fault. Whack! It's those damn kids playing with those Ouija boards. And now they're saying, hey, hey, hey! Quit stoking the hysteria. Quit spreading unfounded rumors. Um, you had 28 girls uh, admitted to the hospital. With, that were fainting and had anxiety after they got done playing with the Ouija board. Maybe there's an issue somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see if we get any information uh, post-hospital on this uh, school and the kids. But uh, just tell your kids, don't play with Ouija boards. It's a good rule of thumb, I think. Don't play with Ouija boards. You know what? Ouija boards, Ouija boards are not to be played with. Only serious Ouija board viewers, users are needed. Boy, I can't even say it. Only serious Ouija board users are needed. There, I know I could get it out. So, $30 million worth of Funko Pop toys are going to be thrown into the trash. $30 million worth of Funko Pop toys. Now, I have, you know, Funko Pop toys around this house, big and small. But according to this company, uh, they're going to be thrown into the garbage. (laughs) 
Uh, Funko said that its fourth quarter earnings report, a combination of waning demand for the toys and a surplus of inventory, is creating financial trouble for the company. They had to rent excess warehouse space just to hold the buildup of Funko figures, which range from Baby Yoda to Eddie Van Halen. Funko was holding uh, onto about $246.4 million worth of dolls at the end of 2022. That's 48% more than what they had on hand just one year before. The company intends to eliminate a bit of that, nearly $250 million in inventory in the first half of 2023, to reduce fulfillment caused by managing inventory levels, align with operating capacity and distribution center, blah, 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 blah. So, in short, the product that they're storing is now worth less than the cost of keeping it on hand. So they're dumping $30 million worth of the old Funko Pops into the trash heap. I mean, couldn't they just, I mean, I guess if you give them away, then you're losing the possible sales because people have it and they don't, aren't going to purchase it from you. I don't know. It seems like we could do something to raise it, turn it into a fundraiser, make some money for the kids. Isn't it always about the kids? But uh, it's probably, you know, it's better for you to throw it away. And then if you want a Funko Pop, buy a new one. It's probably worth more to them to get rid of the 30 million Funko Pops than to give them away. And then you're going to lose the 30 plus maybe another 20 because people aren't going to buy the new ones. I, I, I don't know. It just seems strange to me that we've just decided in today's world, hey, we're just going to throw them out. Okay, get rid of them. I mean, that's what they're talking about doing at Adidas. Adidas. Uh, their CEO said uh, they don't know what they're going to do with all the unwanted Yeezy stock. And that's their top priority, what they're going to do with it. They don't know what to do. Burning it or trashing the gear, donating them would create a boom in the resale market. Right, which would take away from that. So they don't know what they're going to do with the, <laughs> the Adidas uh, Yeezy products. So the company expects an operating loss of over $730 million this year. Wow. How's that breakup with Ye coming? <laughs> uh, makes you think maybe you should have kept Ye around, doesn't it? <laughs> so I don't know what they're going to do with all the Ye merchandise. Uh, with all the Yeezy merchandise. But the collab is done. He's too crazy. We can't do business with him. I know. Let's just go out of business then. <laughs> okay. All right. We got Funko Pops burning. Maybe you can use the Adidas Yeezy uh, stock to be the stoke the fires of the Funko Pops. It's just amazing. <laughs> So what do we got going on around the world? Let's see. We've got, uh, you know, I, I, on this show, uh, Chewing the Fat, I do try to stay away from a lot of politics. I know you get bombarded by it every day from multiple sources. So I do try to stay away from it just to keep our sanity a little bit. But I see where minority Senate minority leader Mitch McConnell was hospitalized after a fall at a hotel. He's 81 now. He tripped and fell at a dinner at the Waldorf Astoria. And so there was no report on the nature of his injuries from the fall. 
but he's the, first of all, he's the third member of the Senate to be hospitalized in the past month. And he also fell, I think, last year or maybe a year before where he had to have shoulder surgery. So, Mitch, maybe you ought to take it easy, bro. Uh, maybe you ought to retire and get the hell out of the Senate. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't want to see you go. Gosh darn it. It'd be a real shame for Mitch McConnell to be uh, out of the Senate. But uh, maybe you ought to. Maybe you ought to think about it, you know, for the health and for your family. Just, you know, go ahead. Get out. The National Transportation Safety Board uh, has opened an investigation against Norfolk Southern Railways. Um, their safety culture following five major accidents since December of 2021. Now, I will say there was another train cash, I think, yesterday in West Virginia. I don't know if that was uh, Norfolk, though. And uh, the Norfolk Southern CEO, uh, Alan Shaw, is testifying before Congress today, I believe. So maybe we'll see you know, if anything comes to that. I know I see where Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz is testifying in a Senate hearing, looking into the company's tactics against unionization efforts. I, you know what? He ought to just say, bite me. Uh, you work for me. Take care. And just walk out. They don't need to be questioning him on uh, his company's tactics against unionization. No, he didn't bend over and kiss their ass. Sorry, Bernie Sanders. But look for that uh, testimony in the news tomorrow. And, of course, our president, I guess, is supposed to issue a budget today. <laughs> Uh, it kills me. Oh, budget. He's just going to let you know how much more money we're going to send to Ukraine. We also found out that uh, through the Department of Agriculture, uh, they are now going to change the requirements for product of USA labels on meat, eggs, or poultry. So under the current definition, products from animals born and raised abroad can be labeled as made in the USA as long as they are processed in the U.S., Ranchers have been lobbying to change that rule, arguing the labels are misleading. 63% of customers thought the labels meant the entire production process took place in the U.S. Well, I mean, they can't help that. So now eggs, meat, and poultry products can only get the sticker if the animal is born, raised, slaughtered, and processed in the United States. Yay! Cattle organization said consumers have the right to know where their food comes from. I do agree with that. Uh, others want to do away with the labels entirely since they're optional to optional to begin with. Uh, the rule will reportedly be final after a 60-day comment period. I don't know why they need that, but I guess they do. So look for that. I know you know. I know Biden has been big on his Made in America, Made in the USA program. I wonder where he got that from. I mean, aren't we supposed to? We were never. We're never supposed to make America great again, right? I mean, we're we're talking about killing power plants and and killing fossil fuels, and you know, we, we want people to have power shortages, and so, but we're we want to be able to let you know that our meat is made in the USA or the pork was born in China. That's really what they're trying to get at. Uh, China provides uh, a lot of pork to the U.S. And so, I mean, some of our biggest meat production companies aren't owned by American companies. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But as of right now, uh, made in the USA still means that the uh, foods, the meat, eggs, and poultry were uh, processed here 
in the United States. They weren't necessarily born, raised, and slaughtered here in the United States. Oh, and processed. So you get born, you're raised, you're killed, and you're processed in the U.S. That doesn't mean that all of that happened as of now, even if they have the product of the USA sticker on the package. And according to internal company documents that the Department of Justice cites in its complaint uh, against uh, Spirit Airlines and JetBlue merging, they believe that Spirit, when Spirit starts flying at a given route, uh, average fares fall by 17%. Meanwhile, JetBlue estimates that when Spirit stops flying uh, a route, uh, average fares shoot up by 30%. So JetBlue has claimed that by increasing its size with the purchase of Spirit, it could better compete with the big four airlines, United, Delta, American, and Southwest. But according to the DOJ, JetBlue isn't the disruptive force it once was and has evolved into an ally of the big four. Uh, JetBlue said, oh yeah, no, it's not like Pepsi buying out Coke. That's what the JetBlue CEO, Robin Hayes, said. Oh, it's not like Pepsi buying out Coke. Uh, it would make this company a distant fifth largest airline. Uh, Dr. Pepper, you might say. <laughs> oh, okay, Robin. No problem. We got it. We got it. Okay. We know you want the deal. I know that we had, I think the last merger was Alaska Airlines and Virgin America. So we'll see if this actually takes place. I don't, the DOJ doesn't want it to happen. I don't know. I don't know that it matters. But if that's true, if when, if Spirit starts flying a given route and the fares drop by 17% because they started flying a particular route, um, how about we keep that going? Uh, anything that's going to start dropping the prices, let's keep that going. Uh, fair market, let's go. Go ahead and battle it out. Don't let the government try to bail you out. So I am kind of for that. Uh, let's, you know, if the airlines need to, the airlines have taken a lot of our money to stay afloat so maybe it's time for them to just kind of see if they can make it on their own reminder you can follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio you can always email the show chewing the fat at the blaze.com if you're listening to this right now and you are not a subscriber you need to do so Find a platform, maybe the one you're using to listen to, and become a subscriber. It's free, but if you're not a subscriber, that means you're freeloading, and nobody likes a freeloader. That's everybody loves free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader. So if you're not a subscriber and you're listening, become one, okay? Nobody likes you if you're not a subscriber. Just, well, we like you, kinda, but we just don't like you that, we just don't like that you're not a subscriber there. I'll word it properly. You can order a cameo from me at Jeffy JFR. Cameo uh, is my pimp, <laughs> which I'm sure they love. They love hearing that. Uh, cameo is my pimp. Uh, you can go through Cameo at Jeffy JFR and order a cameo. I know it's not free. That's why they're my pimp. And uh, you know you can pay for that, and I'll do whatever you want. I'm I'm the I'm the cameo hooker. I'm happy, sad, mad, mean. Uh, whatever you want, just uh, order it on Cameo at Jeffy JFR, and uh, you will be charged, and uh, you will get what you what you ask for. It's just that simple. <laughs> 
Always email the show, though, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Uh, love seeing your emails. I do read them. I don't uh, read them all in the air, but I do read them, and I really appreciate you uh, sending them. I'll leave you today with the thought. Well, do I want to call it the thought of the day or the think about it of the day? All right? I think I like that better. I'm going to leave you with the think about it of the day. If you raise your children, you can spoil your grandkids. But if you spoil your children, you'll have to raise your grandkids. Think about it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.